Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Hey, good morning. It is 612. Thanks for starting your Wednesday with us. It's uh, Tim and Fritch today, and we're going to have another summer day, according to Frank. It's going to be hot. Muggy, mix of sun and cloud, a little hazy, maybe a storm, the whole thing. 84 is our high. We're at uh, 69 right now as you're heading out. Fritch and I went and saw the Barbie movie last night. We did. We were up a little late. It was really, really great. I was... I could not fall asleep. Oh, really? About you were so jonesed about it? I, it's, it had to be it. It had to be Barbie keeping you awake at night, yeah. wondering how the women are going to solve all of the problems of the world. But we'll, uh, we talked I to can't some wait to talk about it, yeah. honestly. You and I have not even really connected about what you thought versus what I thought. So I'm interested yep. because at one point during the movie, so it was myself, Molly, uh, Chris, and then you. And so you and I were the furthest away from each other. But at one point during the uh, the movie, I turned to Molly and I go, oh, Tim is going to hate this part. And she started laughing. So I'm interested to see collectively what you thought about it. And uh, we talked to some people afterwards because it was kind of a little sneak preview over at Newport on the Levee at AMC. And we got some opinions from some other folks that were there, too. Yeah. So, so full it's not review, just us. Full review. And uh, you'll understand why we play Matchbox 20 later. <laughs> We'll fill, you, we'll fill you in on that. I forgot that. about that. I thought you were going to kick off the show I that way. I forgot about it until right now, but we'll do it in, in the next 15 minutes. But uh, we'll talk about Barbie. We have more E! News for you. Second date update later today. And yes. right now, let's just start with traffic with Denise. We'll see what's going on. I know there was a little bit of fog out there. What do we know? E-102. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Good morning. Uh, we went and saw the Barbie movie, which is not out till Friday, right? We had a little sneak yeah. preview. We will, we will lay up in our Barbie reviews before <laughs> 7 o'clock, but we got to get to some other e-news first this morning. And what are we working on? All right. So the first thing we're going to talk about are Harry and Meghan breaking up. What? I know. Is this not the craziest thing you've ever heard? But I don't know if this is something that's going around because lately it feels like there have been a lot of breakup rumors that have been coming true. So maybe this is people just doing some wishful thinking. I'm not exactly sure because, you know, we had Ariana Grande breaking up, Joe Maggianello, Sophia Vergara breaking up. So we're hearing from Radar Online, which okay. take that for what it's worth, because sure. sometimes they are spot on and sometimes they are absolutely just so far in the left field. Nobody knows where they made up any of this. Okay. All right. So they're saying that Prince Harry and Meghan are actually having a lot of issues. They're spending some time apart, that they're trying to figure things out. We're hearing that Harry doesn't really fit into the... Hollywood lifestyle okay. and that he now has kind of taken a step back from the relationship. He's trying to really kind of find himself. And then the kind of underlying issue with all of this is they have a ton of financial 
pressure to keep up with their Calib, wherever they live, yeah. Montecito lifestyle. So they live on this massive, huge, kind of like a ranch, I guess. Well, they could sell it all and move to Chico. <laughs> Yeah, but we're hearing they're having a lot of issues because of the fact that they just don't have enough money to live their life the way they want. Interesting. With their security and et cetera. So I do kind of believe that. I could see. Because I feel like, you know, she probably didn't have a ton of money coming into the relationship because she worked. But also, I mean, it's expensive to live the way that they're living. Mm -hmm. And also, I mean, they've been doing those Netflix deals and things like that. Plus, they always want to have security around them. So... All of those things are really expensive, but we'll be sure to keep an eye on that for you and let you know. Um, In other e-news, I saw this yesterday. Gigi Hadid was arrested in the Cayman Islands for possessing marijuana. Uh Uh-oh. So here's why she's dumb, in my opinion. So she got arrested there. Her and her friend got arrested last week because they went through customs and the customs agent found pot in their luggage on their way into the country. Like, you can't take that into a country with you. So she was arrested. She was fined $1,000. She paid the fine. But I guess in New York City, she has a medical marijuana card. Mm -hmm. And that's why she had the marijuana on her. So maybe she thought it was a prescription and she could just take prescription marijuana into the Cayman Islands. No, you can't. Yeah, but you can't. That's the thing. Different so, countries, different laws, different everything. Yeah, so she was arrested. She was booked. She paid her fine. And now yesterday she was posting pictures about how she just has been living it up and just enjoying herself there so much, having a great time with all of her friends. Hi. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for her. I know, but you just can't. That's the thing. Like when people get busted with pot i'm like you know you can't take that into there into another country Mm -hmm. like it's just illegal i think it's just a little bit of the you're going someplace that's different do a little homework be a little aware on the cultures and the the nuances of the Mm -hmm. country you're going to and that's not just anything but i also think too people like her and i'm not saying this as an excuse but i think people like her travel so much that maybe she just has like a go bag that she just throws everything in and she just grabbed the bag and maybe walked out the door i'm not sure but it is interesting to know that you know customs agents really are checking celebrities and people when they get off of airplanes because mm-hmm. I'd always just felt like they just breeze right on to wherever they need to be and I it just, is what it is. I just and- pop my gummy the minute I walk in that <laughs> airport and hope it lasts till we get there. Well, this is Miranda Lambert doing her show in Vegas Something a days ago. Stop right here for a sec, Danny. I'm sorry. These girls are worried about their selfie and not listening to the song. It's pissing me off a little bit. So Miranda Lambert stops her show because these women are taking selfies kind of in the front area, right, right in front of her. Yeah. So she's getting some heat. Yeah. And we're hearing more now from the uh, the women yes. that were taking the photos. So Miranda Lambert is getting a lot of heat because a lot of people are like, well, what's the problem, Miranda? You know, if you don't want people to have their cell phones out, then you need to take them. Other people are saying it wasn't the fact that they took the picture. It was the fact that they had the flash on and they came on and said no flash photography. But here's why this is getting a lot of press. So one of the, one, one of the women in the picture, her name is Adela Kalin, and she evidently 
family is a 43-year-old social media influencer mm. with about 18,000 followers on Instagram. So she promotes a lot of luxury products like handbags, shoes, makeup, perfume, all kinds of stuff. And her big beef is, look, it was like 30 seconds at most. We seriously took a quick picture and then we sat back down. She said she felt like she was back in school being scolded by a teacher for doing nothing wrong. So, I mean, I don't know. Say what you will about this situation. I I just feel like Miranda, in my opinion, could have taken a little bit higher of a road. She could have smiled for the photo and this could have been a really amazing moment for everybody. Not to mention we're paying to be there. You know, she I didn't get free tickets from you, Miranda. So it was a thousand dollars, I'm sure, to sit in the front row of her show mm-hmm. in Vegas. I'm sure it was very expensive. And if she wants to get a pick, and if she, she wants to take a right pick, just take the pick yeah. and then sit back down. And that's the other thing I saw kind of going around yesterday. People were saying that, you know, the fans behind these women were mad because they were standing up. But if it's true that they were only standing up for thirty seconds, like over it. Yeah. Just, the world uh, will keep spinning. Yes, for sure. All right, we've got other stuff coming up, including Tupac's murder is still being investigated. Maybe we'll play a little Tupac for our breakfast, breakfast banger. banger. Yes. And in addition to that, we've got new music coming out from Jennifer Lopez, new music coming out from Britney Spears, and then we're also going to talk a little bit about um, some social media posts that are going around. Okay, all in a minute. I've already loaded up Tupac in the log. <laughs> Next 10 minutes on Q Q-102, traffic with Denise. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Good morning. It's Q102. You got Fritch and Tim today. The other two are off. Sun and clouds. Maybe a late pop-up shower or storm later. Pretty typical summer day today. Going to be in the mid-80s. Yes. All right. We're going to kick this E! News off with Jerry O'Connell. He is just someone that I feel like I have loved for years, ever since the Stand By Me days. And he really hasn't done a ton of stuff. He hosts that show on CBS, The Talk with the He's on The the Talk with the women and all that good stuff. Well, listen to this. He actually assisted a sheriff's deputy recently with a food truck fire. So he was nearby in his car. He hops out of the car. He sees that this food truck is on fire. And right near the food truck there, was a gas can. So he gets up, Jerry O'Connell grabs the gas can, he gets that out of the way, then he gets a fire extinguisher out of the deputy's car and he helps contain this fire until the fire department arrives. Like he's totally saving the day and this wasn't the first time. I guess back in 2003 he assisted lots of firefighters when there was a um, San Bernardino mountain fire which was close to his house. So he was out there, like, helping all the firefighters try to save his land. Another reason to like that guy. I know. I just love him. All right. In other e-news, this is crazy. Charles Barkley offered to buy everyone a beer um, at this bar. We have a little bit of audio of kind of how this everything went down. Yeah, he was at a Lake Tahoe bar, and he used his generosity to send a message. Mm-hmm. Here's how it went down. I'm going to buy some drinks for y'all. <laughs> And I'm about Bud Light. Hey, and let me tell you something. 
All you rednecks or who don't want to drink Bud Light. Y'all can't counsel me. Hey, I ain't worried about getting counseled. Because let me tell you something, if y'all fire me and give me all that money, I'm gonna be playing golf every day. So listen, as I said last night, if you're gay, God bless you. If you're trans, God bless you. And if you have a problem with them, you. Yeah. Charles Barkley taking a stand there. Appreciate that. Also, I really appreciate the <laughs> boop, boop, boop that he did with his mouth in I the middle of that. I just said that. I was like, did he do that himself? <laughs> burr, 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 burr. <laughs> I will tell you, that's uh, our dog is afraid of that noise. Sometimes in the afternoon. How often does that noise happen? Well, because I was getting ready to tell you why. So at 5 <laughs> o'clock, we listen to the 5 o'clock dance party. That's right around the time that I yep. am cooking dinner. And I usually have our Google Home on in the house. And at 5 o'clock, the afternoon show does their 5 o'clock dance party. And that's how their little segment starts out is. Burr, 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 burr. And my dog is like. Burr, burr. Every day. That's funny. All right. In other e-news, Jennifer Lopez just posted. You and I both got the email because we're big fans of On the J-Lo, which is her um, lifestyle blog and website that she has on herself. Well, it is actually the first anniversary for her and Ben doing their Las Vegas wedding. And she actually previewed a song that she has written about Ben. Then you whispered in my ear, said, let's get out of here. We can disappear. Yeah. So it's called Midnight's Trip to Vegas. We have no idea if she's going to release that as an actual song or when the full music is going to be coming out. But she also posted a bunch of pics that no one has ever seen before. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, she looks pretty good. That's her. You can tell that's her. I'm just hanging at home look. Which is looks like she is fully made up. Yes. She's ready for a Pantene <laughs> commercial or something. Absolutely. Her skincare. She's ready to do her J-Lo glow. <laughs> yeah. And I saw this yesterday. I received an alert from TMZ about Tupac. This is so yeah. crazy. So you probably really don't think much about the investigation that into Tupac's murder because it is still open. It has completely gone unsolved since 1996. But it seems like there's a little bit of new life as far as the investigation is concerned. They have La- somebody? Well, Las Vegas police issued a search warrant yesterday to a house in Hendersonville, Nevada, which is about 20 miles away from Las Vegas, actual downtown. And it was related to the Tupac investigation. And that's all that anyone is saying right now, including the family. So, of course, TMZ reached out to some of the family members. Tupac still has a sister alive and a stepbrother. And his sister said, look, we learned the information that you're hearing the same way that you hear it. We read it like in the trades, like just whenever's public knowledge is whatever we get. And then his stepbrother is like, look, I'm not really impressed this late in the game. Like what kind of evidence is still going to be in this house this many years later? So Tupac did die, like I said, September 1996. We're going to play Tupac here in just a second. Peak of traffic. We also have fake or for real coming up in just a few minutes. Denise Johnson, what do we know? Q102, we're doing fake or for real, and we have Savannah on the phone. Good morning. Welcome to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Good morning. What are you up to this morning? Um, I am driving into work right now. 
Where about? Uh, I Big Tri-State. Fairfield. Fairfield. Oh, Fairfield. Okay, She's in Fairfield. Okay. Yes, very exciting. We met some nice people from Fairfield yesterday at the Barbie premiere. Oh, we did. They were like, we don't live too far from you, Fritch. I was like, where are you guys? She was like, we're in Fairfield. I'm like, you're right. You are close. And we will have our Barbie reviews and updates and whether you can take the kids to it or not all coming up after 7. Yes, for sure. So you want to be able to stay tuned for that. But first, we're going to play Fake or For Real, Savannah. We have three, three headlines, two fake, one real. You get the real headline and you... You are going to go see Big Time Rush with special guests Max and Jax this Sunday at Riverbend. So you tell us, is the real headline A, a man named James Brown was arrested for doing donuts in front of a police station. Is it B, a man named Ryan Gosling was arrested for eating donuts while working out in the sauna at Planet Fitness? Or is it C, a woman named Margot Robbie was arrested for stealing Barbies? I'm going to say A. Oh, yay. There you go. Nice work. There's no way you would have guessed that. Congratulations, Savannah. Yeah, we'll give you some dings. Have a great time at the show. Yeah. Thank you so much. Savannah, have an amazing day. Appreciate you calling in and playing. And we'll tell you about this guy named James Brown, 19-year-old from Georgia. James Brown, no relation to the singer. And uh, he was just arrested for doing donuts right in front of the police department headquarters. He's charged with reckless driving, and this seems to be a pattern for him because he has two other incidents of reckless driving on his record. So he's uh, definitely feeling the thrill and paying the price for it. So we'll have uh, more news that didn't make the news coming up in a little bit. What are we working on? We have some stories about It's So Hot. Dot, 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 fill in the It's blank. so hot that. It's National Hot Dog Day. We'll talk a little <gasps> bit about Yay. that. Um, could your dog survive in the wild without you? Oh, God, not mine. I already know the answer to that. <laughs> All that and more, plus our Barbie reviews. We're going to get to that right after 7 o'clock, right here on Q102. But right now, let's look at traffic with Denise Johnson. What do we know? Cincinnati's Q102. It's the Jeff and Jen Morning Show at 10 after 7. Hope you're having a great Wednesday. Off to a decent start. Uh, sun and clouds today, kind of like your typical summer, humid, hazy sort of afternoon. Could see a thunderstorm pop up this afternoon into this evening. Looking for high of 84, 70 right now. So Jeff's on vacation. Jen is off today. We just got Tim and Fritch holding down the fort, and we went and saw a sneak peek of the Barbie movie last night. Yes, we had such a fantastic time. I didn't really know what to expect going into the Barbie movie, so I feel like I set my expectations very low, just wondering what it's going to be about. Because, I mean, has it been, what now, two years that I feel like we've, we've been, been kind of following yep. this progression of, oh, they're skating in Malibu, or oh, they look like this, or oh, they painted that pink. And we've been talking about this movie for forever. And I will say that when we left the movie, I really felt like this might become one of my favorite movies that I watch over and over again. I thought it was just absolutely fantastic. Um so our coworker Julie just came into the studio and she was like, How was the movie? And we both said what we thought. She's like, yeah. No, no. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Here's what I'll tell you is I went in thinking the Barbie movie was going to be fun. That's pretty much all I, I was like, this will be a fun one. It's gonna be it's top. Yeah, it's I mean trendy. it's a Tuesday night. Yeah, what whatever. else could I I'm be doing? Go have a good time, whatever. Um, not only was it fun, but it had a ton of laughs. Mm-hmm. Um 
It gives you some feels. Yeah, let's... There's some feels there. Let's hear what other people had to say about the movie first. So after the movie, uh, it's important for us to let everybody know that after the movie, Tim kind of went around to a bunch of different groups of people and just asked them, like, what did you think about it? There were some kids there. There were some adults there. So what did they have to say? All right, what are your names? Haley. Lindsay. What did you guys think about the movie? It was awesome. What was your favorite part? When she went to the real world. What do you think that movie was about? Never give up. Like that. You got a good one there, Mom. Thank you. Sure. What did you? What was your favorite part? Uh, how empowered she made women feel. Yeah. And you know, I mean, I just I loved everything about it. It was such a good movie. This is what I'm asking everybody. Did you notice during the Ken fight scene the two men in the background that were uh, dancing? Yes, I did. I saw them. It was great. Tim, we have to know what did you think about Alan? Uh, you know, I related a lot to Alan. <laughs> I was, like, watching it, and I'm like, you have to be Alan for Halloween now. You have to be. I already ordered your shorts and striped shirt. (laughs) So Tisha just uh, wandered in. She works with us in our digital team, and I waved her in because you were at the premiere last night with your daughter. Who? How old is Mary? 10? 11? Okay, yeah. no, you're on six. Oh, there you go. Eleven. Yeah, I thought she was around ten or eleven. So what? What's your big takeaway? What did you take away from this Barbie movie? I was really funny. I was actually talking to someone about it this morning, and they were like, "I don't. I didn't know anything about it." And I said, "Well, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's more plot than is implied in the previews." And my takeaway is nostalgia and growing up and um, being a woman, however that means to you. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, collectively, I would say that they're. As far as the kids are concerned, because we've had some people asking us on our, like our, you know, pictures and things like, should you take kids? And the movie, it is important for us to let everybody know that it is PG-13. So I don't really feel like it's PG-13 because of like sex and nudity or foul language or anything like that. Like, I honestly feel like this is an example of it's PG-13 because of the story and understanding the story. I have a six-year-old and I don't really know if she would have enjoyed it. I think some of the concepts are definitely over yeah. the head. I feel like she would have been slightly bored about halfway through, and I would have been like, okay, well now I'm leaving to go get snacks. Yeah. yeah. Well, Mary got the humor, which yeah. was, you know, it, there was one thing I did have to explain to her at the very end uh, scene, and everyone's laughing at where Barbie said she was and what she was getting done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had to explain what that was. Oh, when she, <laughs> she, does that a, was... she goes to do a doctor visit. Like in yes. the big scheme of things, there was yeah. no swearing, there was no nudity. No. no. And the swearing that I remember sex, was bleeped a... for humor. Yes, the exactly. It was amazing. Yeah. And it was more funny about the Mattel logo over yes. the Barbie's face. It was perfect. During the swear. Yeah. Break. And I think the thing is, is like, I feel like people think about the Barbie movie like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so cheesy because we've been seeing the pictures of it for the past couple of years and I will say that it is cheesy but they recognize that it's cheesy and when it's supposed to be cheesy they make fun of it they dive in they really do like they make fun of the fact that they know that it's cheesy but I will say that there is a scene with America Ferreira where she does this probably like two-minute monologue where she and I know we're both so getting like, we're both getting ready to cry because we're both like we're both women you and I Tisha we're both mm-hmm. women we're both working moms we both have daughters we both feel and I will tell you as just any part of any part of being a woman is expressed and I felt 
heard yeah. in this two-minute monologue by so America Ferrera. I was waiting all. for everyone there to just I almost stood up. After. I'm not kidding you. I was like, I almost was like, I yes! I, I thought I heard someone clapping. And yes, I was like, it was yes. probably me. But it, that's the thing, though. It's like, I feel like it was just a really great representation of all ages of women, all f- feelings of women from, you know, Playing with Barbies as a kid to growing old and having to live up to image. Mm-hmm. Just all of it. And, and it then, just, I mean, wait till you see this two minute, like ish monologue okay. by America Ferrera. It was just incredible. And uh, it brought me to like tears and also like a very hallelujah moment. Like I felt heard in a movie and represented. Yeah. Honestly. We were talking to Julie a minute ago while you were coming up the elevator and oh she doesn't believe that it was. She doesn't believe that we think it was this good. Yeah. Oh. She's like, no, it wasn't. Well, you know, like when you have like. <laughs> it was, it wasn't. Yeah. It really, really But you know was. how you have certain movies that are kind of like in your realm where it's like every time that it's on. So every time the Sex and the City movie is on, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to watch the Sex and the City movie. Yeah, it's on. And the same it. thing with like Sweet Home Alabama. I'm like, oh, it's on. I have to watch it. Yep. I feel like this is going to be one of my movies that I'm like, oh my gosh, the Barbie movie's on. I have to watch it. It's For sure. Fun. Just yeah. because it is very fun. And I will show it to my daughter one day when she's a little bit older and can kind of like understand for what sure. it all means. I have one last question for you, Tisha. Ryan Gosling, go. Oh. <laughs> There's so There's a lot to unpack yes. there. He is beautiful. And oh. he did such a good job. What do you think so about the, 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 the singing uh, part where he did the Matchbox 20 push on guitar? Um I felt that uh, it sort of threw me back to college and uh, <laughs> men trying to play guitar and trying to be trying you know, to woo you. Trying mm-hmm. to woo you Were you in Bronson Arroyo's apartment in Mount Adams <laughs> listening to him sing Push by Max Bot 20? songs about JTM. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to play it right now for you. <laughs> oh, thank you, Tisha. Oh. Barbie, we'll give it five. Five Barbie stars. Five Barbie stars. Five Barbie pink hearts. So we played that song this morning because it's in the Barbie movie. And yes. It, there's a, it'll make sense when you go see it. We, we're giving you our reviews a little more from what people thought as they were exiting the theater last night. It was so fun. I smiled the whole time. A lot of laughs. It was a good movie, even for a guy. During the Ken fight scene, did you notice the two guys in the background ballroom dancing? No. <laughs> You know what? I loved it. I laughed. I cried. Um, it took me back. I, I can't. It just made me think of being a kid and having Barbies. And it was so. Oh my gosh! It was so great. I loved it. I thought it was such an iconic show. I loved all the female energy. I mean, I think it's a movie that everybody should go see. You know, great female empowerment movie, but also something for the guys. You know, it's it's a great film. I think a lot of the imagery was just classic. You Tons know. of laughs. Oh, hysterical, but also very touching. And like, I may have teared up a little bit. There was a moment where my allergies. Yeah, mine too. It's time of year, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and I'll say something that I um, always found very interesting about the movie. Also, is that there's a ton of cameos in it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, and I don't want to tell you who they are, but you do spend some time looking at the Barbies, going, "Who is that?" And Issa Rae plays uh, the Barbie president in the Barbie movie, and she's going to be in town this week for Black Tech Week. She's one of the keynote speakers, oh, very cool. I believe, on uh, Friday. If I'm not mistaken, is that? Oh, no, Thursday. I'm sorry. Thursday, July the 20th, she's going to be in town. So it'll be fun. All right. So I to I, go see her. I want to just wrap up and say it was a great movie. We could talk about it probably for another half hour, but you're probably sick of hearing. Yeah, about they're it. like, move on. So we're going to move on to news that didn't make the news. Here's what's coming up in just a minute. Could do, do you think your dog would survive in the wild 
without you. Also, it's National Hot Dog Day. Yes. Some, some freebies for you if you want to do that. And, I love uh, this. What else we got? Taco Taco Bell. Got some news on them, some food news. All coming up in the next little bit on Cincinnati's Q102. But right now, let's check traffic with Denise Johnson. What do we know? Q102, Cincinnati's hit music. You got uh, Fritch and Tim hang- hanging out this morning with you. Hopefully, you're off to an amazing Wednesday. It's going to be great for you. Clouds, sun, humidity, pop-up storms, the whole summer thing today. High 84. Uh, we're looking at 70 right now as you're heading out. It's time for some news that didn't make the news for you. Uh, and we'll start, well, we got a bunch of food stories. We get to Taco Bell and DoorDash in a second. And we have a story about whether you think your dog could survive out there in the wild without you. But first, we'll start with National Hot Dog Day. Yay! I got to give a little shout out to my friends at Queen City Sausage. They have Cincinnati's hot dog, which is just delicious. And I feel like this one, this day is actually placed correctly in the calendar. Yes. Summertime. That's when you eat hot dogs, or at least most people, I think, eat them more in the summer than the rest of the year. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but they're really good year-round, Tim. I don't disagree. The National Hot Dog uh, Sausage Council says that uh, we eat about 7 billion of them uh, just in these three months between Labor Day and Memorial Day. It really is like a super quick and easy food to cook as well. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you could boil hot dogs on the stove or grill them, which is the preferred method, you know. But it doesn't take very long. Do you like them with a little char? you like them with a lot of char? Do you like I, them with no lines? No. So I am one of those people, like, I like it kind of medium cooked. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want it black, at, like, where it's burned. I don't enjoy, like, that total char, but I want some, like, sizzle some to black. it. Yeah. yeah. And, like, sometimes I'll even tell Scott, like, I want it to be a little more done than that. So which city in the United States eats the most hot dogs? You might think that Los Angeles is into their sprouts and kale and all of that stuff. But nope, L.A. eats more hot dogs than any other city in America. What's on the L.A. dog? Is there like a... I don't know if there is one. I just You know how like Chicago does the one thing with the this and yeah. the one thing with the that? I think they're just counting tubed meat on this one. New York, <laughs> New York is second, Dallas, Chicago, and Philly. Uh, so there's some chains that have some deals today. Nathan's got some uh, for a nickel. Sonic's got uh, for like a buck twenty nine. You can get one. Loves truck stops and uh, Target has uh, some discounts on hot dog brands today. It says here the L.A. hot dog is usually wrapped in bacon and Sprouts. topped and topped with charred jalapenos, red and green bell peppers, and lots of onion. I could get behind that. No. Not for you? No. Uh, remember the the Taco Bell thing we were talking about maybe like a month or two ago, Taco Tuesday? Yeah, like there was some kind of like trademark issue with t- somebody yeah, so wanting Taco, to own the words Taco Tuesday, fast right? Fast food chain Taco John's just dropped their tra- trademark because they owned it, but Taco Bell was using it and they were like, hey, it's ours. You can't use it. Anyway, it looks like Taco Bell won that one. Taco John's has dropped Taco Tuesday trademark, so now anyone can use it without it being a big deal. All right, this is pretty interesting. How much do you love Popeye's Louisiana Kitchen? I do love Popeye's Fried Chicken. Do you love it enough that you would live there? No, I don't think so, but uh, I would eat it. <laughs> there's a family that kind of got a taste of that, and it wasn't great. A couple in Tacoma, Washington, says that uh, DoorDash had a glitch, and somehow... It pinned their home, their Mm -hmm. house that they live in, in a subdivision, as the Popeye's location. So dozens and dozens and dozens of drivers (gasps) were showing up at all hours of the day and night to pick up the order for them to deliver to whoever ordered it. 
So uh, there's never been a restaurant there. There's not even one close. And it's in a neighborhood. That's bizarre. Yeah, the nearest location is about five miles away. So they called DoorDash multiple times, and they were told they didn't have any resources to fix it. So the couple called the local news. The reporter tested it out by ordering some Popeyes. Sure enough, driver had to go to their house to pick up the order, saying that this is where the app told them where the restaurant was. Uh, when the station called DoorDash, they apologized for their earliest responses and did follow through with fixing it. Finally, people have stopped showing up at their house. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? That'd be, I'd be freaking out. Uh, I will do a sidebar Tim rant on this. I have been in an Uber too many times where the Uber driver solely relies on the directions in the phone and not on their actual eyeballs or uh, common sense as to where they're geographically located on planet Earth at that moment. (laughs) This was something that my dad always instilled in us as kids. He would always be like, where are you going? Look around, look around. What street are you on? What's and I feel like I'm decent at navigation Mm -hmm. as far as like being like familiar with my surroundings. I do enjoy a good GPS app just to kind of tell me go around this or go around that. There's a time and place for all of those. Yeah. But it's also part of the reason why I don't really let my kid watch TV or have, because I want her to know like if she's ever lost. Yep. If she is like, oh, I know I live by UDF or, oh, I know I live by, she knows her address, but I'm just saying like, older in life that she gets just paying attention to the road too many times we've been going one mile to the great american ballpark yeah and they are following directions turning down sycamore and going up Mm -hmm. the hill to mount addison it's right there it's the freaking stadium the lights you can see them (laughs) just point yourself at it why are you trying to follow the directions go straight or you're going to tql stadium and they're driving you all through the west end down some streets we should never be on yeah but they have to do that now because what happens is is they have all of those safety features that they have on uber and lyft and if they've if they take even the slight turn off of their navigation, they get called. I've been in a I've been in an Uber where they thought we were getting abducted and we were just making a stop at a Vegas liquor store. <laughs> I understand the safety stuff. I just use your common sense sometimes. <laughs> um, okay, so this is an interesting story. Uh, you know, have you have you lost the pet yet? Has the pet got out? Your, uh, what's her name? Piper. Piper. No. Has Fingers Piper crossed. Ran away. No. Or? And I'm very, you and I had a discussion about this yesterday. We had lunch together and I was telling you a little bit of my concerns because we have a puppy. She's been in our house for about two months now. And I said to Tim, I'm like, I, I keep her on the leash all the time when we're outside because A, I want her to kind of know her parameters of where we live on these three acres of land that we have. Like, this is where we hang. This is where you need to be. But she chases everything. Like, if there's a butterfly or a cricket, she is like, boom! All over it. And I have no doubt in my mind that if she got out, she would just be gone. I mean, I... I, Follow her the nose. Yeah, exactly. So we have two beagles, and uh, we put in a fence for the fact that, you know... They can just go out there and run around, and the little one can get under the fence. So we're going to have to oh. adapt. We're going to have to fine-tune the fence. No big yes. deal. It's going to be, it'll be very cheap to do in just a couple hours in the afternoon on the weekend. You we're just got to find the time to do it. But the, Nick won't get out because, A, he just doesn't care. <laughs> uh, but, B, he won't be able to fit under the fence. Tim said he's a little bit more of the chill dog where he's just, like, looking at the other one like, what are you doing? This is what we do. We so just chill at We've given area. them fake jobs. And Nicholas would be like a parks and rec guy. Like okay. the guy that just drives the truck around and like checks on the parks. 
Yeah, he and just like Snoopy makes sure would be like an Allegiant airline uh, flight attendant. Okay, he's very like very gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. Very attentive. But uh, so they did some polling, and basically, two out of three dog owners say their dog could never survive in the wild without them. Two out of three. Yeah, I, I think Snoopy would totally survive. He'd be fine. Nicholas, maybe. I don't know. I my dog would not. Piper would not. No, I mean, she would eat everything in sight. There would be no ifs, ands, or buts. She would be, like, poisoned or something. She would eat everything. Steve totally would be fine. I mean, he lived on the streets of Middletown for a few years of his life. I mean, dice. (laughs) As as dice. Yeah, but our puppy, you know, like, that's the thing about pup. Like, she's just learning everything. So if she got out right now, I just, I don't know how she would do. 27% 27% of dog owners say their dog needs a jacket if the weather drops below 40. 16% say their dog needs a poncho if it rains. 12% say they also put booties on their dogs if the weather outside is bad. Do you put booties or any kind of clothing on your dogs? No. I don't either. Uh, when it was like negative 30 degrees over Christmas this past year, Chris saw something on TikTok where you can like wrap their feet in a little towel with band with like rubber bands and plastic we tried that and they kicked them right off. Yeah. They didn't care. Yeah. We put a collar, like a little Bengals collar on our puppy and that's kind of all of her clothing. That's the dress up. That's yeah. yeah. Uh, 44% of dog owners say their dog sleeps with them in bed. Half their, uh, half feed their dogs a healthy diet that involves safe pet, pet safe fruits and veggies like carrots, apples, seedless watermelon and blueberries. So there you go. I think. I think Snoop would be fine. I hope he never runs away. He's done it four times already. Snoopy reminds me of the kind of dog that if he got out, he would go missing for like 10 years. And then show and back And then up. out of the blue, 100%. he's at the door. 100%. He'd be like, Dad, I'm back. hey, I'm back. I had a nice adventure. Did you miss me? Now I'm here. Are we going to watch Bravo <laughs> to tonight a, or what? <laughs> you need to put a GoPro on that dog. I am not kidding. That's hilarious. <laughs> Traffic with Denise right now. Q102, Jeff and Jen morning show. Uh, Jeff and Jen both off today. You got Fritch and Tim holding down the fort, and we got a summer day in store. Sun, clouds, hazy, pop-up showers, the whole thing. 84 is our high. 72 right now. Uh, summertime, definitely the time for travel. I know that uh, you and I both have some trips planned this summer, this fall. Looking at the winter for some already thinking ahead. Like, <laughs> what else can I put in the calendar to look forward to? So I have a couple different stories here uh, is for flying, and this one... I don't think I'd do it, but I really like this idea. All right, let's do and it. Let's I like hear this it. idea because you know me. I don't believe in checking luggage. I don't check luggage. I, I'm going to Germany and yes. the Czech Republic this fall. You I'm, do not. I'm yeah. not checking luggage, which I just can't. And, I can't. I, I mean, I don't. I hate, and it's not because I need all of my things, but I hate carrying all the stuff around the airport. Like I want to just mm-hmm. have my purse, my boarding pass, my wallet, whatever my little. On air stuff is I just or yep. on air on flight stuff is and then I just want to be done. Nope, I get that. Uh, I went to Greece years ago for two weeks and they lost my luggage. Yeah, and I had nothing. And that's kind of ruined you for forever. So I uh, so that's like part one, and then part two is I want to get the bleep out of that tube, and I want to get out of that building, and I want to get yeah. on with my trip or get home, whatever it is. I don't have time to wait for that carousel. I want out. Well, let me ask you this: just um. Chris, check a bag? He does not. Okay, so you both carry on. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, then that makes sense. Because if you're traveling together, because my point would be like, if Scott wanted to carry no, all his gonna, things if on. If he's going to put one on, then I'll do then one you too. Because I'm going to okay, have to yeah. wait for it. Right? I was, was going to yeah. say. Uh, but uh, Japan Airlines, 
they uh, want people to be hassle-free with carry-ons. They don't want people They to- want to be more like me. They want people to just take their purse yes. on and then have a good time. So, uh, and they want to, they don't even want people to pack. They have put together and launched a new service that allows foreign tourists and business travelers to rent clothes from them. 28 bucks for two weeks. So you don't even have to pack a bag. You can just bring your purse or your little carry-on backpack, and that's it. And then you just rent your and clothes And then when, when you, you get, get there, there you, you pay your $30, and you get your clothes for the couple weeks. It's Are called, they going to have your size? Like, immediately as a woman, I'm like, how am I going to fit into the I hope clothes? they carry a Walmart large. Yes. Or are these like... A, a Japanese large probably ain't going to fit I was going to say the same yeah. thing. Sometimes the Asian sizes are a little smaller. Uh, they're calling it Anywhere, Anywhere. And travelers can rent up to eight outfits in three sizes, small, medium, and large, various styles, business, casual, formal stuff. You don't even need to pick the clothes. Oh, wait a minute. You don't even need to pick up the clothes at the airport. They're going to be delivered to your hotel. Oh, that's even better. Even better. So uh, you do know what you're getting. When you make a reservation, you go online and you select the specific items you want. So the clothes will be previously used, but they'll be thoroughly cleansed and ironed before delivered. So kind of like renting a tux or something. Uh, don't worry. The service does not include underwear or undergarments. So you have to bring those. Oh, okay. Or, or buy those when you Yeah, but you there. could throw those in your carry-on. Sure. I mean, those are the things that take the, the least amount of time. Can you get shoes? Uh, it doesn't say anything about shoes. Yeah. It says you, you okay. need personal items, but the idea is that you can minimize your luggage as much as possible. I think that's a cool idea. I do, too. I really do. Not for everybody, but it's a cool option if you need it. All right. Uh, in other travel news, someone put together a list of the top 10 ways to burn time on a long flight. I need to know some of these. I am going to... I'm going to St. Lucia, and I think the flight is like four hours and five minutes Probably. from Atlanta or something like that. I mean, we were we're trying to kind of like we were with this in mind. We were trying to think of somewhere different that we could go because I feel like we often do the, you know, Mexico, Dominican Republic, Jamaica, and those flights are very manageable in my opinion but when i was looking at the flight and we were talking to our travel agent i was like you know let's like think kind of outside of the box like barbados or someplace like that and so when she sent over saint lucia and i saw the flight time i was like oh what do you think babe you think we can go all in on this and he's like yeah so we've decided i mean we did pay a little more to upgrade to the better comfort class or whatever it is that's worth it. I know. But still, I need to know what can I do? Because I'm not a plane sleeper. I need to know, like, what are some, besides watching movies, I will be very anxious, I think, just to get out of there. List is pretty basic. Look out the window. Listen to podcasts. Uh, hmm. Bring, like, colored pencils and, like, a coloring book. Talk, <laughs> talk to your neighbors. Sleep. <laughs> do puzzles on your phone uh, or games or like bring us like a Sudoku book or something, something with crossword puzzles. Play video games or card games. I remember traveling as a kid. My mom would always make sure we had cards. So we'd play war, war and things like rummy, that. whatever. Yeah. Uh, read, listen to music and obviously watch movies or TV was the number one thing on that list. I love getting to places quickly, but I hate everything about air travel. Yeah. Like other Why? than I just I'm uncomfortable. I am bored as all get out. I don't want to watch a movie 
The windows are lower than my eye level. So if and I want to look you out close, my window. And they make you close the windows yeah. often, too. Like, you're not even supposed to open it. Yeah, that's the only thing that's interesting Because you're disrupting the guy me. that's, like, reading. Yeah, looking out the window is the only interesting thing about that whole thing. And take off and landing because it's a controlled, you're, it's a controlled crash. Yeah. And that's exciting to me. <laughs> Are you a nervous flyer no. then? Like, are you worried that you're going to crash or that something's no. going to happen? No, once we get up, then we're fine. It's that, See, that the two thing minutes that, of climbing. I love flying because I am like you. I want to get places. I don't want to be in the car for no. a road trip. If I if it's like the company is good, I can manage it. But, you know, we'll see how that goes. But I feel like when I'm up there that I want to like, I don't enjoy making everyone have to get up if I need to get up. So sometimes it's like, should I have a cocktail? Should I not have a cocktail? And then if I have a cocktail, I know I'm going to have to pee. So it's like, get up, get up, get up. What else you got going on for right. four hours? I Nothing. know. People that's be, why... People, I would be excited to stand up and let you out <laughs> because that's going to kill one minute. Only, only three hours and 58 minutes left. And then when left. I come walking back down the aisle, you're going to be like, hey, hey. they got to get to get up again. She's back. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. I know. I that's the thing though. I only feel like there's so many things you can watch and there's so many things you can do. Like these people that do the international flights and they have to go from like Detroit to Japan. Mm-hmm. I would want to have some sort of Well, if you're sedative. flying from Detroit, you can pop over to <laughs> I know, but the I'm house sa- at Dank or someplace and <laughs> grab know, a couple but gummies. Saying, I just want to be knocked out, man. Just for like futs, like all the entire flight. Yeah. Wake me up an hour before we get there so I can have my five hour energy and move on about my day. Did this woman take a Benadryl? Yeah, I think so. Would you like a snack, ma'am? Ma'am? <laughs> like a snack? We're going to get to a classic second date update in just a minute. Maybe one you haven't heard in a while. That's coming up. But first, traffic with Denise Johnson. Q102. Jeff and Jen morning show, we were just talking about traveling and, you know, what is going to occupy your time while you're on that airplane ride for hours and hours. And we have uh, Jen on the phone. What's up? Good morning. Hey, Tim. So my suggestion, and this worked for me, like uh, they say, you know, get a prescription for Ambien or whatever. But what worked for me was every night, like starting two months before this flight that I had to take that was really long, I started watching the same movie and falling asleep to the same movie. Um, I won't tell you what movie. It's really cheesy and lame, but... Oh, my God. You have to tell us now. What's the movie? (laughs) The Wrong Missy was the movie that I used. (laughs) It's actually not even that good of a movie. I've watched it. Right. It's not. (laughs) But it works. So I would just put that on and I would fall asleep every night in my normal routine. So then when I was somewhere where I felt very out of place falling asleep, I put that on and I was able to sleep on the plane. And the other trick that they say is as soon as you get to the airport, change all of your times and put yourself in the mindset of whatever time it is where you're landing and start trying to function in that time. And it cuts down on your jet lag and your ability to sleep as well. All right. Well, I, like I might this. try the movie Sorry. thing. I fell asleep to the uh, below deck reunion uh, last night. Maybe that's what you could just keep <laughs> tuning into. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jen, you're the best. Have a great morning. We appreciate talking to you. Thanks. You too, guys. So Melissa is looking for a second date update with a man named Jonah. Hi, Melissa. How are you? I'm hanging in there. How are you doing? Excellent. So let's see <laughs> if we can't get you set up with a second date here, or at least a, a very good, reasonable explanation. Tell us about Jonah and how you met him and how that first date went. I mean, I'm kind of bummed because I haven't heard from him, so I appreciate your help. Happy um, to do it. So we met on Tinder, so there's that. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Um, a lot of people meet on Tinder. A lot of relationships have 
Marriages, yeah, in I, fact, have sprouted from I have some judgy friends that give me trouble about it. But, I mean, wow. I've, I've had good experiences so far, you know. Good. So, um, you know, we were talking back and forth, and we decided to meet for drinks. And um, initially, the first place we went was, like, so crowded. It was, like, happy hour. And um, we ended up going to the Mad Tree. And um, still, lots of people, lots of loud talking. You know, it's hard to have a conversation with someone, especially like a first conversation, you know, in person. So yeah. it was kind of difficult, but I think, you know, I think I did okay. I mean, he was sweet and cute. <laughs> I, like, you know, I felt like a physical connection. Like there was definitely a chemistry. So, you know, it was pleasant. I don't know. Pleasant <laughs> is good. Yeah. And we had some things in common. So we, we both work with kids. And um, we were sharing a lot of stories back and forth about, you know, things that we go through and not just kids, but the parents, too, because that can always be, you know, kind of a challenge. I'm sure. <laughs> like one of my girlfriends said, you know, always have an out. You yeah. know, always say like, oh, I only have this much time. So sorry. I, you know, just in case, you know, he's right. a little wackadoo. And um, no, I kind of wish we didn't. Like I hadn't have said that because like. I don't know. Like, I wish we could have gone to dinner or something, like someplace quieter to get to know him better. But, like, he... Well, what was your out? Did you have someone call you with an emergency, or did you already put, like, a time limit on the date? What was your out? Um, I kind of made it, like, a vague out. It was, like, kind of made the assumption that it was something in regards to work. Like, oh, wow, you know, I got a busy day tomorrow, you know. Oh, so I can't be out late. Yeah, exactly. He also had to leave, too, because he had something, I think, with his parents or something. Yeah, that so. was his out. <laughs> I guess it was his out. <laughs> Funny. And now he's so, vanished. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, we said goodbye at the front door. It was nice. It was pleasant. Nothing major happened. But um, there wasn't really much time for me to screw anything up that I can really think about. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the, the only contact I've had with him since was... I did text him a smiley face emoji, and that was it. I, I haven't tried to call him or text him or, you know, message him since. Ooh, and there was nothing for that? No. Mm. Nothing. Mm. And you guys, he was super cute. He was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> but you said you were at all these loud places. Do you feel, I mean, despite the fact that he was super cute and nice and you thought there was maybe some physical chemistry there, do you feel like you had a chance to really emotionally or intellectually connect with all that noise pollution? Probably not. Probably not. I mean, because it, it was difficult to really get a read on on someone. I mean, beyond kind of like the surfacey kind of things, which, you know, is kind of what the first date is to a certain extent. Just kind of seeing if there is a little spark there. But I would really, really love to have a deeper conversation with him, get to know him a little bit better. And, In a quieter um, environment. Yeah, exactly. All right. Anything else we need to know before we take the break and make the call? Anything else we need to know about Jonah or your date with him? No. He had nice eyes. <laughs> all right. I'll write down. Nice eyes. <laughs> all right. When we come back, we're going to call Jonah, see what his thoughts are about you and his date with you as Second Date Update continues. Next, with Jeff and Jen here at Cincinnati's Q102. <laughs> Melissa met Jonah on Tinder, but they had a lovely time. They went to a few loud places for drinks, so it was sometimes hard to hear each other and connect in the way that Melissa was hoping. But they connected well enough that she felt a physical 
chemistry for sure. He seems like a super sweet guy. She's obviously attracted to him. She was talking about his beautiful eyes, and this is someone that she would like to get together with again, possibly have a quieter date, get to know him a little more, but he hasn't given her the opportunity because after she texted, would you say a smiley face emoji? He never responded to that, correct? Yeah. Which is disappointing. We don't know why. Melissa doesn't know why. She's racked her brain, I'm sure, as most people do. Make yourself crazy sitting around all alone with your thoughts. And no theories, right? No, I mean, here's the thing. At the very least, if there is something I did or didn't do, at least I'll know for maybe other dates down the road, you know? but You're open to feedback. I love second date update for this very reason. Then we're just going to go ahead and call him. (laughs) Rip that Band-Aid off. Let's just do it. Exactly. Hello? Jonah! Who's this? Hey, Jonah. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you doing this morning? Are you serious? Yes, sir. Are you a fan? Do you ever get to listen? Uh, every morning. Awesome. <laughs> no, because this can't be good. Oh. <laughs> well, it is a second date update, if that's what you're asking. Who called you? Melissa. She sounds very nice. Yeah, she's nice. Okay. Okay. I will say one thing that Melissa told us, and maybe you agree, the only regret that she has from your date is that she didn't have a chance to get to know you better because you hit a few places like Mad Tree was super loud that night, as it is often, and some other watering holes that weren't exactly conducive to deep conversations. No, yeah, we we pretty much had to kind of lean in and kind of try to talk over the crowd, and so it was kind of hard to... I don't know. I guess have a real conversation, but yeah. I mean, it was still fun. Like, you know, and she's, I mean, she is super, super cute and, you know, fun. It was like, it was just a casual day, you know, right. normal. Well, these all sound like positive vibes that we're getting from you. So have you just been busy? Like what's going on? You haven't called her. I know that she reached out and sent uh, a little thank you text and she never heard back from you. Is that just the way you roll or were you intentionally avoiding? No, I, um, I'm not sure if I can say, um, I'm not sure if I can say this on the radio. She she has the biggest camel toe I've ever seen. Come on. I swear to you. What Walked was she- into the place. I, I got there early because I, I hate being late. So I got there early just Why so I could, you know, get, make sure we have a table. And she popped in the door and it was screaming from 30 feet away. <laughs> Do you find that offensive, Jonah? <laughs> No, I'm not offended by it, but it's like, who doesn't do a mirror check before they leave? Like, she could bulge a snowsuit. Hey. (laughs) And she works with kids. It's like, it's like, do you, do you, I mean, so I'm not trying to figure, was she trying to get a rise out of me? Is this what she does? (laughs) It was just weird. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to laugh. It looked like two chicken breasts having a fight. How about that? Oh, come on. Well, I'm sorry, guys, but what's a camel toe? Ladies, Who's taking this one? <laughs> I'm, out. I'm out on this one. Let's just Google it. Maybe women find that offensive from other women, but it's not my turf. Well, it's like when your pants are too tight and it goes right up the lips of your So there's like a separation between your lips, one on each side of like the seam of your pants. 
But in the front, would, so yeah, it kind of looks like was, a camel toe. You would think toe. it was balanced, but it wasn't even balanced. It wasn't balanced? No, trust me. If she doesn't know what a camel toe is, she also doesn't know that she dresses to the left. Oh. Well, well, you just got through saying she was cute and nice. And absolutely, and all of that is true. I'm just like, I'm concerned that somebody would leave the house like that. You just mean. Was that a purposeful move? I didn't even know what it was until now. So, no. It's embarrassing. I've heard women call out other women for this kind of thing. But it's such like a thing like spandex pants. Kim Kardashian wears spandex pants all the time. Yeah. Tons of celebrities have camel toe. You can wear leggings and have camel toe. A lot of people cover it up with a longer shirt. Some people don't, and some people don't care. So, some people are going for that look. Yeah. Why so, not? I mean, if you like the way you look and you are comfortable and you didn't know what it means, then you know what? Screw Jonah. Jonah, with well, all the respect, you are the first guy that I've ever heard complain about this. I'm not saying I haven't been around maybe other guys who snickered about it if they spotted it, but yeah. to my knowledge, so why you didn't do I actually go everywhere and be snickered at. Didn't bother them. I'm not bothered. <laughs> I see I'm not it. the one doing it, but if we keep going out, I'm going to be the one standing next to her where everyone's staring at her. Okay. I, yeah, I, it just looks uncomfortable to me. Like, I, I think if my denim was digging in like that and... But it's not always denim. Like, I guarantee you got camel toe under those leggings over there every I now and then. I have something else going on over Loose here. knuckle. Do you, I, actually, <laughs> That's more I, if I was wearing tights. That's for boys. Yeah. yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. I actually called mine my pee pillow. Because yeah. that happens too. What does that mean? <laughs> That's going to be a question. That's the level of fat above your a little. Vagine. There's a little poof there, and it kind of looks like a little fupa. pillow. Is that different you than You just a, rest your head on it. Is that different than a fupa? I'm yes. not sure what a fupa is. It's similar. What's a fupa? A front P word. But oh. front upper P area. Yeah. Huh. Miss Faye, my seventh grade English teacher, explained that she had one because of her C-section in the 60s. Well, Melissa's not the only one learning these new terms this morning. No. Well, Melissa, I'm sorry. Yeah, me too. I don't even know really Yeah, I don't even know what to Yeah, I don't know either. I'm, I'm sorry. I really We're all kind of just lost. I, I had bought a whole new outfit to go meet with him, so I mean, I guess I, I didn't really think about it. Can I ask what you were wearing? Were you wearing jeans or were these um, leggings? What was the outfit? They were leggings. They have the kind of like a finish on them that looks like they're kind of like a faux leather kind of thing. Uh-huh. And I was wearing, I thought, a longer top. I thought, I mean, I thought it looked cute. <laughs> I didn't even know. So. It's just one more thing you got to check in the mirror before you leave the house, right? Don't you feel like you got eight million things as a woman to check before you leave the house? Now put this on the list, right? Yeah. Well, good luck, though. We appreciate you putting yourself out. You didn't have to be so mean about it, you know? I don't know. I think he's just trying to be funny. You know how men do that sometimes when they're uncomfortable? Try to make a joke out of everything. I think so, too, Jen. I'm not put off by it. I just think that I'm surprised that not everybody knows it. Gotcha. Well, thanks for taking the call. And uh, Melissa? Yeah. Thanks for putting yourself out there. Thanks. All right. Take care. You too. So long. Bye-bye. If you need help with the second date update, send us an email, Jeff and Jen, two N's in Jen, at WKRQ.com, and uh, we'll get you on the docket to make that call, see if we can help. Uh, Coming up in just a minute, we have the 1K letter of the day, your chance to win $1,000 just for saying some words that start with a letter. Real easy. We'll do that coming up. And also, why were why, why was the Ross Fire Department at Fritch's house yesterday? Yep. We yeah. got a story, You friends. haven't told me any information other than the photo. Yep, and I showed you I to need you. answers. So that's coming up as well. But right now, traffic with Denise Johnson. What's up? Hey, good morning, Kathy. How are you? 
Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What part of town are you calling from? Fairfield. Nice. Oh, we got a lot of people listening in the Fairfield area. I love that. Um, so yes. you've never played before, so we usually do a little oh, small no, talk. No, to- I've, I've played before. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you said you had not played before. Is this our no, Kathy with a K? No. My apologies. Yeah, Kathy with a K, remember? Yes. I always get the letter C. Oh, nice. I was was telling... Tim was like, how do I know her? I was like, I don't think she's ever played before. Were you at the Baru (laughs) thing or were you at Skyline when we were doing the cat food drive? Yeah, Skyline. You took a picture with me and my grandson. That's right. That's right. I remember we we caught up. Well, you got the letter T this time. The letter T. T as in Tom. Or Tim. Yep, T as in Tim. Or Tim. Yeah, my favorite person. Yeah. (laughs) What, uh, you know, we usually have Jen write the the 10 things. Fritch has done it today, so we'll start the timer. Uh, It might be a little more challenging now that you said that Tim is your favorite. So, uh, I know, right? Well, you're you're right up there with him, Fritch. If your name began with a T, you'd be my favorite, too. I'm just kidding. The list has already been made since like 8 a.m., so I didn't know what letter you have. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And the list has already been made. I was just joking. So, you know, the rules pass quickly. Don't repeat answers. You do all 10 um, in the 30 seconds, and we're going to give you $1,000. And I won't start the timer till Fritch finishes the first question. Are you ready, Kathy, okay. with a K? Let's do it, Fritch. All right, with the letter T, as in Tim. Tell me something <laughs> in your car. Tongs. A movie snack. A movie snack? Um, pass. A city. Pass. Something pink. Pencil. A drink. Oh, pass. Something with glitter. Tongs. No, 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 no. Um, go, go, next. Pass. <laughs> A hobby. <laughs> A hobby. Um, Oh, man. You could have oh, just no, said tea really for a drink. Today. Like the letter T. You oh, know, like tea is a drink. You yeah. And, you and the tongs. Yeah, tongs. I glitter know. tongs. I love tongs. tongs. I was thinking of thongs for shoes. Thongs. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. like flip flops. Uh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, flip flops. I'm like, I know it's Toledo. Like, yeah, Toledo, Tip City. Yeah. Don't Toledo. go to the speed. A movie there. snack oh, could have been Toblerone. A tab for a beverage or a drink. Yeah, or tea. Something pink. I was thinking. What did you say? Glitter. What did you say? Tencel. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You got that one. I was looking at my uh, sparkle boots and I was trying to think of something (laughs) that was sparkle. What would be a good hobby, Tim, that has starts with a Um, letter T? Trains. Tennis. Yeah, like the people that collect the little model trains. Trains. Yeah. The rest of them, I mean, yeah. So you didn't do uh, super great today, Kathy, but you know, it's always fun talking to you. (laughs) Thanks. What are you getting into today in Fairfield? Oh, just working. Do you work from home? And I do. I work from home a couple of days a week, and then I go in the office a couple of days a week. Oh, nice. I work in Batesville. Oh, yeah. wow. Lucky I, you. I dropped you guys off the fireball, too, to make your one drink that you talked about oh, yes. on your 10 o'clock show. Yes. I, I mean, we, you yeah. are our kind of person. Those things don't last long right? around here. That's right. I love this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anybody that's dropping off the fireball, let's get crazy. So what do you do in Batesville? Do you, because uh, they bury them and birth them in Batesville. Are you working for the yeah. coffins or the, the hill company. rom? The hill rom, yeah. <laughs> nice. I give everybody a cell phone, so I'm everybody's favorite person. Oh, very nice. Nice. Yeah, well, and I hear great stories. I'm, yeah. I'm sure you do. <laughs> well, enjoy your day and safe travels. Uh, next time you're heading out west to Batesville, and uh, we'll play again tomorrow around 820.
All right. Thanks, guys. Have thanks. a great day. Have a you great too. day. See ya. Take care. Bye bye. Love her. Kathy with a K. We had a good time chatting with her at uh, Skyline when she was there making her donation for Kitty City with Animal Cincinnati Animal Care. She's cool. All right. This is uh, Selena Gomez. Calm down. Q102. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.